Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, I get to speak with Hani Mora. He's a creator and founder at Repurpose.io. And what is Repurpose? Repurpose it enables you to automatically publish audios and videos to multiple platforms. And I've been using it with Hacks and Hobbies for some time. And um, what's funny is I, I discovered Hani through Angel Jones. And that was an excellent <laughs> exercise, a episode or a experience when I got to be a guest on Angel Jones' episode, and he, he at the end of the episode, he mentioned, he's, he's like, you, you totally need to connect with Tanya. He's got this really cool vibe around him. And I was, and I was like, you know what? Let's do this. And um, Hani's been doing content marketing, automation, uh, live video, podcasting. And, and as you guys all know me, I'm, I'm all about that content marketing, content automation. And hence, here we are talking to Hani. Hani, thank you so much for taking the time to come on to the podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me here. You're welcome, man. So once I discovered you, about you um, through Angel, I think I might have connected with you before um, yeah. Angel mentioned. But you know how uh, connections go on, on LinkedIn. You see the initial connect didness and then like oh this is gonna be a good connection i can learn we can do so much more um from there and um then it just kind of goes out under radar unless you have a good crm system and like all right this is what i'm doing this is i'm gonna be on point and connecting so learning about you back in i think it was either it was february or it was before that maybe january even and um learn a lot of cool stuff and about you and how you just, you know, stumbled upon this, um, softwarepreneurship and, um, building, building, um, plugins for WordPress. So, mm -hmm. so, you know, how did that all start? And before that, what were you doing? Yeah, I mean, I'm, although I went to school, well, university for uh, computer engineering, mm -hmm. I've always been like a geeky, not geeky nerdy or techie kind of guy. <laughs> so I went for, I went, got a computer engineering degree, got a job working in software yeah. uh, and quickly became like in that role, became like a product project manager kind of mm -hmm. role. It's fun. I enjoy, I, I realized I didn't enjoy the coding as much, but I enjoyed the creation and kind of seeing things come to life, like the yeah. execution piece. Uh, so I got involved in that role. And, but then I just keep getting this itch. Like I've, Besides being a techie software guy, I've always been a video guy. Even as a kid, that was always the guy. It's been like five days editing a video, family video from a family vacation. Yeah. We're all together so we can all sit down and watch it and enjoy the final product. And mm -hmm. I love that journey of just taking video and editing it and putting it into a story. Um, anyway, so one day I was just sitting there. I said, you know what? You know, at first I started blogging about video because that was my passion on the side. And then one yeah. day I just said, you know, you have a passion for video, like video slash content. You have a skill set that's related to software. You know, you can manage teams and you have a little bit of software 
engineering coding experience. Why don't you put them together? And that was an exciting moment. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that moment was exciting. I was like, that, yeah, that's it. I have to, I got to follow this and see kind of where it leads me. Yeah. So at that point, I didn't know what I was going to create, but I knew I had to create a software related to video. And those were like the two kind of like guiding lights for me at that moment. And that was probably around 2012-ish maybe, mm -hmm. around 2012. Um, so I've been blogging for a couple of years and then had a bit of an email list, but not much. But yeah. um, so anyway, so I basically took this idea of, I said, you know, what do I do every day as, mm -hmm. or every week when I produce content for my blog that I don't like and that I can automate? And uh, yeah. for me, at, at that time, it was taking YouTube videos. So I'd make a video for YouTube, upload it to YouTube, do all the SEO and title description and everything. And then sometimes I'd forget to put it on my blog because I just, I just moved on, right? Move on. You spend a lot of effort making the content and then you put it on YouTube and you move on. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I, f I forgot to put it on my blog. And then go copy the embed code, make a blog post. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I wish I could automate that stuff because it's yeah. kind of annoying. I just want to put the content out and move on to the next piece of content. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how the first idea was. One of my first WordPress plugin was me kind of solving my own problem, which was yeah. annoying task of copying embed code and making a blog post, pasting it in, into my blog. So I, I hired somebody to help me build this for first kind of prototype WordPress plugin that mm. take uh, videos and put them on your blog automatically. Yeah. That's really cool. And, and a lot of, a lot of people, you know, they, whenever you come up with an idea, it's because you're, you're, you're scratching your own itch. You know, you, the guy who came up with the, little stick with a little hand on the back of it was trying to scratch his own back. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So scratching his own back. It's like, I can't get back there. Maybe I can use something. So that's really cool. And, yeah. um, now he's out there making millions selling those <laughs> back, scratch, back scratching. Hands. Yeah, that's true. Literally. Yeah. He was scratching his own itch. Literally. That's, I, I never heard that, that example. It's so true. <laughs> And um, so, so I really like that, you know, and, and I see that, you know, you're, you're doing online video coaching, which is really, which is really funny because you, you started this back in 2009 mm -hmm. and um, this is something that I'm trying to get into, but focusing on, on, uh, focusing on iPhones or, or smartphones. Smartphone, yeah. But I'll be honest with you, I struggled. Yeah. From, I started blogging in 2009. Yeah. Um, and about video. And I'm making every week a put of content about teaching something about video, mm -hmm. video editing, video marketing. But then I struggled for a few years because I didn't know how to monetize it. Now I'd run mm -hmm. ads and do like affiliate promotions. But mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's whatever. It's small stuff there for me. Yeah. That's exciting. And then I'm, everyone's telling me the natural path is to make a course and teach mm -hmm. it and sell it. And, and that's, you know, that made a lot of sense, but I was never excited about it. Yeah. You know, I tried coaching and I've tried a little bit of coaching and, mm -hmm. you know, we got results and stuff, but I didn't enjoy that process. And then when I, when I said, oh, create a software for video, oh. well, to me, that was like, wow, you know, I, this is my, that's my zone of Yeah, comfort. that makes sense. I just, that's what I love. And then that's why I was excited, even though I didn't know what the product was, I knew this is what I needed to be doing. All mm -hmm. this blogging for a couple of years and, understanding SEO and video marketing, all that stuff is going to come in handy and building a little bit of an audience. But yeah. I was meant to 
create software for the space. And um, nice. that felt that felt right. And that's when I pursued it. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't pushing hard my video marketing. I never yeah. made a course. I never sold a program. Yeah. I could have. I, I knew a lot. I could have probably put it together, but it didn't feel right to me. And, uh, and then software was just, bam, light bulb moment. That's when I was like, I was excited. Like I knew, uh, I didn't know like how far it's going to go, but I knew yeah. I had to try. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's really, that's really powerful because you're, you're combining two different things into one thing. Mm -hmm. You love for doing blogging, but then you're also creating content, but then combining that with software development. And that's, I mean, that's what you went to school for. Yeah, yeah it's passion and skill. Like I look at it like I had a passion for this video and a, yeah. and a skill set for, you know, you know, engineering, coding, yeah. architecting. So kind of put those together. And that's when I was like, wow, this is exciting. You know, like I get to do yeah. two things that I like doing <laughs> and I'm good at it. I like doing it at the same time, which is, you know, it was, I remember that day I was like, I don't remember the specific day, but I remember that feeling of just being so excited, even though I didn't have an idea. I didn't have an idea. I didn't know what it was, but I just knew it was the right thing. I was so mm -hmm. like fired up and uh, yeah. And that's when I just pushed for that. I just kind of went nice, make this, make this happen. Let's hire somebody to work with me. Let's architect something. I remember sitting in my parents' house. So I had yeah. young, a young daughter back then, maybe a couple mm -hmm. years old. And uh, I was like, went to my parents' house one weekend. I remember she was, my mom was watching and playing with the, my daughter and I sat on the couch. I still remember I was sitting like in the most awkward position on my parents couch <laughs> had a big piece of paper and i was literally drawing block diagrams like, right, yeah i want this and i want to talk to this api and i want to grab this kind of data and i was listing like everything so detailed i was literally building it like legos in my mind and i yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like when i saw the final paper i was like yeah this is it, this is it. now i need some help to build this mm -hmm. like i know i could code it but it would yeah. take me forever plus i wouldn't do it right yeah, so, yeah. Um, it's it, it it always helps when you have a concrete idea and you're able to write it, you know, you, you're able to draw it and mm -hmm. then get help because um, it's exciting. I mean, at that moment of creation, you're super hyped up and super excited and you think that you can get it done. But then if you don't go out and get help, you know, that's where a lot of people fall down. Like, okay, I've got this excellent idea. I've got it done on paper. What's the next step? Yeah. Like, well, you got to, you got to connect with other people that are also in the same boat or are, are maybe one or two steps ahead of you and think like, all right, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Boom. You're done. And then, you know, and that's, that's where you, you're able to find that somebody. And so how many, how many different people did you go through? Yeah, it's a great question, actually. Right. Uh, first, uh, I went through, you know, I was excited. I wanted to get started right away. So went uh, back then it was called uh what was it called now it's called upwork but what's it called mm -hmm. anyway i forgot what it was called Elance, I, was, I think Elance, and they would call something else anyway uh long story short it was like i went through somebody i didn't do a lot of vetting i just posted my requirements mm -hmm. okay here's what i want kind of skill set and then i said you know first bunch of people applied no i i listed i basically said you know i already have the full i know what i was going to build i described yeah. it they, I talked to a few people. It's okay, you, you're hired. <laughs> and I said, I said, he pretty much said, here you go. Here's my idea. Make it happen. That was, that was the biggest mistake. That was the biggest mistake. I handed it. I just said, here you go. 
oh, can you build this? And it's like, of course, yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll build it. Um, and then like weeks go by. I'm like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? Can I see something? Oh, no, this and that and excuse after excuse. And after about a month, I've already paid about half the amount. Uh-huh. I got pretty much nothing. And I'm like, you know what? This is not working out. Just give me what you have. Yeah. Whatever state it's in. And then, you know, we're going to go our separate ways. Obviously, we're not compatible. So I lost some money on that. Yeah. Like I got pretty much nothing. But mm-hmm. I was like, I learned a lesson. I said, you know what? It's not that I rushed in hiring. Right, right, right. It was, it was more about I handed the whole thing off as one project. I was like, here, yeah. take this. And it was a big project. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, build a plugin that does the one little thing. It was pretty, it had a lot of features in it. Mm-hmm. So next guy interviewed a little bit better um but also once i kind of i did a lot of a lot of little tests and i said okay let's build this piece where i connect my youtube account to the wordpress plugin Mm -hmm. let's let's deliver that it delivers that i would pay and okay let's build a piece where we you know get a list of all your youtube videos Mm -hmm. okay so incrementally i was handing off and i think that worked out better for both of us because yeah I'm the person who was developing it. Mm-hmm. And they had a little more clarity to hang out piece by piece. They got they got the whole picture, but I, they were building yeah. it piece by piece. Was testing it piece by piece. So the my approach was a lot different, and it worked out a lot better. And we're still working with that same person. How many years? Just, now? Eight years later. <laughs> it's crazy, right? And and that makes sense because um, developers they want concrete. And and I've worked with developers myself, being in, in user experience area for so many years it's very hard to like tell one person hey this is the whole thing i want it done so you got to basically break it down into sprints and that's what you essentially did right basically yeah yeah and it was just like this is the first sprint get this done then we'll go to the next level yeah even though in my mind i was like so excited i wanted to see the final product but i knew the first mistake i did is like let's test a make sure that we're compatible like Mm -hmm. Communicate well, um, you know he's enjoying himself. I'm, in, yeah. you know, I'm getting good results. So we did it a whole different approach, and that was probably like you know the biggest mistake turned into the best thing that ever happened because um, <laughs> that was only the WordPress plugin. They yeah, got, it only got more complicated as we build more software. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I was happy, makes, you know, yeah, happy, cool. to that, happy to make that mistake early. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely because you do learn from those mistakes. And if you don't make, I mean, if you had success the first time around, then you're in this bubble, like, okay, mm-hmm. everything works this specific way. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And the other area of help, which is something that really helped, like helped me grow quickly. Not, not only grow, like grow as a software entrepreneur, I guess, you know, this person who's creating software in his business yeah. um, was not, you know, I had a small email list of video, people like people follow my blog and they're on my email list and then you i'm a video guy right i know yeah. what i'm talking about when it comes to video yeah uh, but it's a very small list maybe under a thousand people um still a big list <laughs> it's uh, yeah i mean not i mean today's yeah. standards, it's in today's small. standards yeah yeah yeah. but for yeah. somebody who's starting out yeah i was starting i was happy with it but i knew if i lost that software to those people mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't be enough like, i wouldn't get a lot of traction sure. so we ended up doing it's, it's a bit of a story. I won't get too much into it, but basically I met somebody by helping somebody. I was helping somebody out, edit some videos. Mm-hmm. And that person turned out to 
he was responsible for a video marketing course. I was under a part of his company. Mm. And um, so anyway, long story short, one day I was helping him edit some videos because he was actually making a podcast, which comes in interestingly. Uh-huh. But I didn't know what a podcast was back then. But I was editing a video and he said, yeah, I'm going to rep the audio and make a podcast. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever podcast. I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> um, anyway, then we started chatting and I'm like, let me show you something. We're on Skype. Let me show you something. And I showed him the plugin. And he's like, whoa, what's this? I'm like, this is something I'm kind of building on the side. He's like, oh, this is awesome. And I have, I have a customer base of like tens of thousands of people who've bought video marketing courses from mm-hmm. us. Um, you know, why don't we partner up and, you know, we can promote this together. Yeah. I was like, whoa, all right. And <laughs> that <just> sounds <laughs> good, right? You know, very targeted audience. JV. Yeah. Well, no, we went in like, I, you know, not a JV, but, um, business part. Like we're a business partner. It wasn't even like an affiliate thing. It was like, right, right, right. Oh, well, this is, we'll own this product. Like you'll sell it like it's yours and mm-hmm. I'll develop it and you take care of the marketing. And yeah. And so two good things happened there. One is I just focused on development. I didn't have to worry about marketing something because mm-hmm. uh, he took care of that. He had the experience and he had, he had the audience. So it got me to focus on just building it. And the second, um, we got in front of a lot of people quickly. Like we had a beta group um, very quickly. Then we, you know, the, for the day we launched it, yeah. like we ironed out a lot of glitches with the beta group, but I was nervous the day we launched it. Mm-hmm. We put a cap. He was smart. He said, you know what? It's the first time launching a software. Let's put a cap of 100 people. Okay. Yeah. So, so cap it at 100. It was good for marketing as well, but it's also good for like, let's not go out there and like explode all these people's web WordPress sites and crash them in one day. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got it out, you know, so we got it out there and hundred, like he sold a hundred in like a, a couple of day, a day or two, like it was gone quickly. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Yeah. And then the support tickets came in. Oh man. That's when I was like, Holy smokes. It's just when you build software, it's about support. You yes. gotta, you gotta have, be able to support, especially on WordPress because WordPress mm-hmm. is a very, dynamic platform everyone's got different plugins and different themes and you oh yeah it's great you don't know what's compatible with what right there's so mm-hmm. many combinations out there so boom we sold the 100 a bunch of support tickets came in we were like up i was up all night uh doing support <laughs> tickets and you know a couple of websites went down i went in fixed them you know a little bit of a chaos i learned a lesson all right before yeah. we launch and hire somebody else and let's get mm-hmm. them trained so two of us got on there we launched it for another 100 sold another 100 um, it was more stable, but then, but I guess the point is the point of the lesson was a ha- partnering up with somebody was a very great move for me because yeah. I was not only financially, like it was, you know, financially it was good, but yeah. it was more like, it gave me confidence to say, okay, wow, I built something that all these people are, are spending money on. That, that yeah. was, and then we're getting a lot of good feedback and I was like, wow, you know, like it gives you that confidence. Well, man, I you know came up with this idea. That's just to solve the pain point. Exactly. If I did it to my own audience, it would have been very small and not have given me the confidence to build the next plugin, which mm-hmm. basically evolved from the first plugin. Yeah. Um, so, and then the support aspect, I learned quickly, like you got to get support people trained and, mm-hmm. um, and available to help. And uh, those are the two lessons that kind of helped me get the confidence and also get comfortable launching my, another software. Yeah. And yeah, so basically a year later is, you know, through a business partner, we le- I learned about podcasting and I got involved in that. Um, but this time I said, you know what, I wanted to do, I wanted to learn the other side. Mm-hmm. So not just the dev development side. I wanted to, I wanted to do the marketing side and kind of, you know, mess up and then figure out and just kind of be more of the face of the product. Yeah. 
Um, and so when I launched the podcasting plugin, which was almost like a spinoff of the, of the YouTube plugin that we, mm. we did, almost a similar concept, yeah. but obviously different, uh, does something different. It was another learning experience because I had to do all the marketing as well, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Like I love that part. I, yeah. I found myself enjoying that more being, you know, interacting with people and talking about it. And then I got invited to podcast movement the first year it ever opened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I, you know, I gave a 30 minute demo there of that nice. plugin. I just launched it. So I started realizing, wow, I'm enjoying more of this kind of being, I don't say marketing, but kind of being, oh yeah, it is marketing, being the face yeah. of the product and be, just be, kind of be, being be, out be. there with the customers, yeah. like, you know, face to face in person at conferences. Um, so I really enjoyed that part. And I'm, if I did it with my business partner, we would, I wouldn't have had that opportunity to try that out. But if I didn't partner with him the first time, I wouldn't have the confidence to launch a second software. That's right. So like every experience, you learn something from it and you build up some kind of, some kind of skill set or some kind of confidence to do the next step. So it's all, all incremental, like small increments, literally small increments. But you took the baby steps, right? You, you, yes. Right? So taking those steps, finding the, the going through the, the trouble of finding the right developer, you know, mm-hmm. building that rapport, then finding somebody. And it, like, it, it all comes down to, okay, who's your friend and how, you know, how are you interacting with people? Because a lot of times you have a lot of friends, but mm-hmm. then we only talk about sports or movies or whatever. But anytime you work together is when the mind opens up like, wait, what, what are you doing again? Wow, that's crazy. I can totally market it to my audience. Yeah. And the list goes on. And, and, you know, this, your story is, is all about that. And that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. And it's about, like you said, taking the steps and not knowing, like I, I knew I wanted to build that first plugin. Mm-hmm. Even before I met my business partner, I just knew I had to build that. And then I was looking around and it looked like there were some other things that were doing similar yeah. um, out there, but I'm like, you know what, I, the way I'm doing it, it's, I'm very comfortable with it. It's not sleazy. It's like not ripping out other people's videos. It's just yeah. focused on, you know, marketing your own videos, all legit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and anyway, I said, just do it. And what's the worst case? You spend some money and you have a tool that, hey, I use for myself and nobody else uses it. But at least, you know, I built something that still benefiting me. Um, exactly. But it was, but it was more, I knew I had to do it. Like if I didn't do it, I would have had this kind of void and like regret. Say, hey, I should have tried this. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a huge money maker when mm-hmm. I started. It wasn't that wasn't even the point at that. Like to me, when right. I started, the point was fulfilling this need to create something of my own. And, uh, I totally get it. Yeah. And um, there's a, there's a book I've been reading called Die Empty, mm-hmm. and uh, the author is talking about you know the one of the most expensive lands that you can think of are the graveyards because people, you know, a lot of people on their deathbed, they won't be like, oh, I wish I had another day to work. Mm-hmm. They'll always have dreams. Oh, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I did that. Yeah. Right. So giving it all that you've got in this life is totally worth every penny that you can spend on. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where you don't know you don't know the way, like I didn't know how to necessarily build a WordPress plugin. 
I didn't know how to support it. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. I just knew that I had to build it and then we'll kind of figure out the pieces as we go along because you can't have all the answers in front of you. Otherwise everyone will be doing it. It'd be too easy. It'd be too easy. And then, and then what was great is, you know, having that problem to solve. Yeah. Once you, once you see the problem from both sides, like, Oh, this is what I want done. And this is where I'm at. So having that starting point also definitely helps. I'm taking a course right now. Um, that's all about, you know, using Instagram to get clients as a coaching clients or whatever service you might be offering. And she's like, all right, this is, this is a course about Instagram. But before you even get to how to use Instagram, you've got to know what you're about, right? Yeah. Know what you're about as a person and what business and what talent you can bring so then you can be very specific about what you're offering so people know okay i want somebody who like anytime you're all over the place it's 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 hard for somebody to recommend you but anytime you're like oh this person can teach me how to lose weight um using yoga and i have these specific conditions or you know for example being super niche like one of the examples she was giving is um, helping mothers lose weight who just given birth using yoga and who are also working. So that's super niche, wow. right? Yeah. <laughs> right. And once you figure that out, now you know exactly who your target audience is and you can yeah. seek out and market to those people what you're offering. Yeah. Wow. That's so true. It's so, so true. And for me, it evolved. Like I didn't know, yeah. like I knew video, people who create video online, right? Who want to market with video. Those were kind of my initial people. But you know, as the years went by, yeah. I, I released a podcast plugin. And you know, you might think, oh, wow, what's podcasting got to do with video? Mm-hmm. But it's about what I kind of, I, what I kind of learned about myself through this process is like I loved helping content creators. Mm. Whether you're creating content, via podcasting, via video, via live video now, like in the past couple of years. Um, it doesn't matter. You're creating content. You want to put it out to the world. And basically, I build software tools to help you automate that. That's kind of my specialty, right? yeah. the automation of your content. Uh, because, I mean, I didn't know that when I first built my plugin, but yeah. But it's, that's how it became from the YouTube plugin to the podcasting plugin a year later, the Facebook Live plugin. And then a couple of years later was the repurpose, which is a whole content uh, platform that takes audio, yeah. puts them on different platforms for you. So they all really tie together and all the tools complement each other very nicely. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know I was going to build repurpose, you know, like 10, eight years later. <laughs> no, exactly. I knew at that time that I had to, you know, build something that was exciting for me i just kind of enter into this world of creating i was i've always been a creator whether i created videos now creating software Mm -hmm. or videos it's like an evolution of your own mind and and your own abilities and and how you are as a person because we're constantly growing yeah yeah and uh i guess my my point was nobody knows when they venture to something they don't know where it's going to lead them exactly Um, so it doesn't mean you shouldn't try it 
Yeah, absolutely. You you definitely need to take that leap of faith that what you're thinking is going to help others as well as you. And if it doesn't help others, you know, you're learning a lesson through that process. Yes. What's going to work and what's not going to work. And then you can tweak it and then, and then, you know, turn it around and um, continue tweaking because a, um, an airplane leaving airport in New York going to California won't be facing or going to LA won't be facing LA the whole time. You make adjustments. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, you're right. That's so interesting. <laughs> Dude, reading all these books over the, over the years, there's, there, they have so many different analogies that talk about the same thing. It's like, mm. oh, okay, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah. So, okay. That's really cool, man. I love that. I love that journey. And, and, um, and, in some ways, you know, I can relate. In other ways, it's like, wow, I, I would never had become a beekeeper if I had never thought put into my head by our allergist that, you know, local honey is really good for seasonal allergies. And I'd never connected the dots. But then, you know, he told me, you know, the doctor told us about it. And then I finally just got to thinking, okay, it, it's just in the back of my mind, you know, got to get into beekeeping somehow. And then mm-hmm. there was a Kickstarter project called Flow Hive, which made it super easy to extract honey. Like you don't have to pull up frames out. You don't have to bother the bees. You just click, you know, click and, you know, you have your honey flowing oh. directly into a jar. I was like, what? Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. They, huh. This is a father and son uh, down in Australia that spent um, over 10 years perfecting this this uh, product. And then they finally you know, had a Kickstarter project. And I was like, all right, I'm keeping an eye on this thing. Wow, <laughs> I don't have the cool. space or, or area to you know, get into beekeeping right now. And finally, two years ago, I was like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> We've got mm-hmm. space. Let's get this rolling, and then I started, you know, watching more more videos and and learning about beekeeping. Like, well, first of all, you need to you know connect with local beekeepers. So, kind of like the same, you know, figuring out that you know you have to do, you want to do this one thing, create something of your own, have something of your own, you know, have beehive or, or have your own, you know, career into whatever it is. You just got to take that first step. And trust yourself. Yeah. If you're excited about it, it's yeah. usually good. Like it's, you're going to learn something. You're going to you know, reach your goal. And if you don't reach your goal, you're going to learn something. But if you're not excited about it, don't bother. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't pursue it if you're not excited about it. Because it's, it's, you're going to have a lot of up and downs, ups and downs uh, very quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, for example, like the first step I took, I hired somebody and I lost a couple thousand dollars and yes. I got nothing. And I'm like, well, I should stop now. <laughs> it's a waste of my time. But if I stopped, I wouldn't have five softwares, you know, in the next five years after. So exactly. I knew like that was a roadblock. I was bummed. I mean, I wasn't mm-hmm. making money. It was just, you know, that's my own money. I invested. Yeah. Um, but I knew like I still I still wanted to I still wanted to pursue it. Like I was still excited about the idea, not discouraged by a stepping stone, a roadblock. I mean, so yeah, if you're excited, 
that's a sign. If there's a fire, yeah. a little bit of fire there, just pursue it and take exactly. the first step. No, no. The other thing that I, I um, noticed, like, is, um, you know, so you had a fire within you. You were able to find somebody, fail, find another person, do it a different way. Now, from a support perspective, sure, you had your own support, but mm. did you also have external support from your family, from your wife, from your kids, et cetera, right? So that's also important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, maybe you know, my parents, my wife didn't really know what but you're <laughs> taking I mean, they know what I was doing, but they didn't, like, they didn't understand the scope of it. Sure. Uh, it was hard, right? We just had our daughter, first daughter, yeah. and yeah. young, and you know, it was putting late nights, and, and uh, you know, but the family's always first. But yes. my wife, she knew, like, she would tell me sometimes, like, you're, I don't know what you're doing, but you're excited about it. So yeah. just, just, just do it. Like, just keep good doing for it. You. Excited for you, right? Yeah. Um, she didn't have to understand what I was doing. But yeah. you can feel like the excitement. I remember, I'll tell you the funny story. I remember, um, I maybe, my, okay, I don't know how many years ago, but there was a platform called Blab. I don't know if you've heard about it or mm-hmm. knew about it. It came out maybe a year or two before Facebook Live. And basically, it was video. A lot of people connect over video live stream together at the same time. And it was a really cool platform. Yeah. Um, it came online, and then I already had two WordPress plugins. One for podcasting, one for YouTube. Yeah. And then one day I was like, man, it would be cool if I could just take all these recordings and just put them on your blog yeah. uh, automatically. I was all excited. And then I was looking into it. I'm like, oh, I found the way. Mm-hmm. And I was like so excited. And I'm like, I told my wife, oh, I'm going to do this. And she's like, I don't know what you're saying, but I can feel your energy. <laughs> just, just do it. And then literally like in two days, I hammered out the whole plugin. Like I took out. I took the existing plugin, I reworked it into a new whole new plugin mm-hmm. in about two days myself. And I had to, my team help me kind of clean it up a little bit, but yeah. I was so excited. She's just like, I don't know, whatever you're on, just, <laughs> just, just do what you got to do. You know, I'm happy for you. Go. But yeah, you do. You need that support. If you're going to have conflict, um, from, you know, from family and stuff, yeah. you got you to be also responsible, right? Oh, I mean, no matter, it's always family first, no matter what. So if just something happens or, you know, you feel like you're spending too much time on this, you definitely got to spend yeah. time, you know, with the people that are more important than any business in the world. Exactly. Mine, <laughs> so, as long as you're not abusing it and you're getting your, you know, you're giving your time to the family, your heart too, not just your time, like you're yes. physically and <laughs> mentally there, yes. emotionally there, um, then, you know, they'll return the favor back whenever you're up to something that's, uh, that excites you. Absolutely. And, um, and, and the reason, the reason I brought that up is because a lot of time, you know, people will be like, you know, you don't really need to go into that because it's not going to work. Like you'll Mm -hmm. find a lot of people in that boat also like telling you not to do it because either they're afraid that they're going to lose the person that you are, or they're they're just not going to have enough time with you. So that's another problem a lot of people face um, yeah. getting into something like this. Well, I'll tell you a funny story because you know this person. Um, when I launched my WordPress plugin, yeah. uh, that's the podcasting one, Pat Flynn had launched his just mm-hmm. a month or two before mine. Yeah. So I was working all this, got it all ready. All of a sudden, I got an email from Pat, like I'm on his email list and said, oh, yeah. we have brand new software. We're going to demo it live. And I'm like starting to sweat a little bit. Like, okay. So I attended, I watched, I was like, oh my God, this is like, 
essentially pretty much a direct yeah. competitor. I didn't have all the same principle that it was a podcast player. Yeah. And my approach was a little different. But anyway, so I was like, okay. And what about my wife? I'm like, I'm done. Like, why would I bother? Like, nobody mm-hmm. knows the podcasting space. Pat Flynn launched something. What am I? Why would I, you know, why would I do this? Exactly. She said, A, she doesn't know who Pat Flynn is. So she's like, who's this Pat Flynn? <laughs> <laughs> she's and she's like, don't worry about it. Just do, just, you know, you're almost there. Just finish it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, like, we're not, not, they're similar softwares. Yeah. But, you know, my, the way I do things is different. And some people are going to like this and they're going to like that. So I literally put my blinders on. I think I even unsubscribed from the email list. <laughs> not because I didn't want to. I, yeah, yeah. I, you I, just wanted to be. I just want like, not to be distracted by this mm-hmm. and just follow my path. That was about a month or so away. Like it was almost done. <laughs> Why stop now? Right? Yeah, so exactly. I put my blinders on and I got it out. And, uh, you know, it was a, it was a, a struggle. But yeah. it's like I learned that there's a lot of people who like, one thing, a lot of people like another thing. Mm-hmm. It's just because someone has already done it, even if they're popular in that space, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You know, exactly. people resonated more with me and the way my software was doing it, and some people resonated with more with the other software. And yeah, and sometimes it's with the people too. It, it's it. Don't be discouraged by competition. I I I almost gave up, but my wife's like, A, she didn't know how much impact Pathlet has on on this kind of audience. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter, right? You just yeah. do your thing. And I'm like, oh, wow, I needed to hear that. You know, I needed someone to tell me that. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's so important when you hear that because, and the example that I give, that I give whenever people ask me, you know, why should I go into this when somebody's already doing it? It's like, well, Mr. Walmart didn't say, oh, Kmart's doing all this business. I should totally not do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we have so many stores. We have Target, we have Walmart, we have Kmart. It's, gone you know toys r us is gone there's there's so many stores and there's so many grocery stores there's so many rental car companies there's so many car companies and essentially we're a small company that's competing with another company it's it's, it means that there's a market for that service that you're providing yeah there's plenty of people to go around and especially if you're doing a coaching business, like when there's a personal level, like you're working with somebody, mm-hmm. you have an advantage there um, because yes. you can't, like you're putting your heart and soul into and passion into teaching or coaching them through something and that can't be compared to somebody else. So if someone resonates with your style, with the way you talk, with just the sound of your voice or just how you teach, mm-hmm. that's all you It's hard to say, oh, I'm going to, compare you to somebody else because exactly. they don't get the same connection. So it's, you almost have a little bit of an advantage because it's like everyone's got their own unique way of teaching. And mm-hmm. if people follow you, whether they watch your live stream, listen to your podcast, yeah, people already like your style or resonate with your style. So to get them to become clients at some point, um, it's going to be a lot easier uh, if that if you're in the coaching kind of business because they already know you. They've been following you. They listen to you every week or they watch your mm-hmm. Facebook lives every week. So um, yeah, and so don't yeah don't be just just because someone else is doing it. Don't yeah. be discouraged. And it's hard. I know. I I did it myself. Like I yeah. released a podcast plugin when I was doing the video plugin. I'm like, oh, there's another plugin out there that does something <laughs> similar. Why am I doing this? Why am I spending all this energy and money on this? And, you kind of talk yourself out of it. 
Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the funny thing too, right? Once you start doing something very specific, you'll start seeing that yes. exact stuff for yeah, everywhere. Was, everywhere, I'm like, yeah, well, I, how come I never seen this before? And I was like, <laughs> And, but by your mind, your focus is on that one thing. Yeah. So you're going to start noticing it more. Exactly. Yes, it's so scary. It's, it's, it's intimidating, but it's... It is, it yeah. You focus when you're trying to buy a new car. Yeah, you see the same car everywhere. You see that same car everywhere. I'm like, I've never seen this car before. All of a sudden, it's everywhere, right? It's kind of... <laughs> your mind is getting more attentive to these things. Uh, so yeah. yeah, don't... It's normal for anybody, for everybody. It's normal. Yeah. Um, what's funny is, um, so for the longest time... Um, I really like Tony Horton of, uh, you know, P90X. Mm-hmm. Like, I like his style. And a lot of people are like, you know, who is this guy? He's so, like, why is he talking random stuff? <laughs> teaching you, like, and it's funny, you know, that's why, that's why Beachbody has so many different instructors because every instructor has a totally different way of teaching. And you're mm-hmm. totally right. You know, people resonate with that style. And, you know, they'll go with what they know and what, what resonates with them. So I was like, I like his style. I'm going to stick with what he's teaching. And then there's Sean T came out with his insanity workouts. I was like, he's pretty good, but he's no Tony Horton. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go back to Tony Horton anytime, any day. Right. So that was pretty interesting. Cool, man. Great points. Well, I really love listening to your journey and stories, lots of funny stories, you know, really driving the point of you got to stick to your guns, stick to your goals. And, um, you know, to achieve your goals, you got to stick to your path and just keep going, you know, plowing through. Yeah. Let your passion lead the way. Yes. Let the passion lead your way. Let it be your guiding light. Guiding light. Yeah. Follow the light. (laughs) light. All right. So, at this point, when we have, you know, we've got your journey and story, I've got a few questions that I, that I like to ask my guests. What is one hobby that you wish you got into? And, and you know, you mentioned a lot of different things, but I'm, I'm sure there's a hobby out there that you didn't have enough time to put into. Uh, that's a good question. I would say, I mean, as a kid, even now, I, I wish I learned how to play the drums. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why. Something about the drums is, it's it's cool i don't know i always wish i wish i um but um no i'm not musically inclined in any way Mm -hmm. but i'm not terrible but i'm not like i never really took i took piano lessons when i was young sure small period but drums always intrigued me but never had the opportunity to learn same here i wish i i wish i had uh the disconnected rhythm rhythm bodies to be able to play drums and i think i think i met, met one of my managers um, at one of my jobs, he was a drummer and he's like, I could teach you how to play drums. And he's like basically tapping on my fingers, like the different beats. And I was like, dude, this oh. is easy. So <laughs> taught me a totally different way. I was like, dude, I, I need to learn some drum skills with, with you. <laughs> Never happened. All right. Next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Favorite movie of all time is The Matrix. Oh, yes. Yes, awesome movie favorite I, I i just watched it recently <laughs> Me too. i just i love that movie the more you watch it, you're like oh wow this is so it's mind-blowing yeah <laughs> so all right so who is your favorite superhero and we've got a lot of superheroes going around this time around 
Yeah, to be honest, I was never a big superhero guy. Like, never big, not a big sci-fi. I know I, I sure. love the Matrix, but I'm not a big like sci-fi superhero kind of guy. So I wouldn't uh, be able to. Maybe answer Neo that. is your favorite superhero. Maybe Neo. Yeah, I guess so. I guess he's a superhero. <laughs> there you go. Right. Like nice. All right. If you were a board game, what would it be? There was a board game. Hmm. I would probably be. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I'll say Connect Four. <laughs> Connect simple. Four. All right. Simple, but still a challenging game. <laughs> yeah. I love awesome. that game when I was a kid. <laughs> nice. Very cool. All right. Where can my audience find you? Actually, if you just go to hanimora.com, say Hanimora. M O U R R A. Yeah. And it's got links to my Facebook, Instagram, Perfect. blog, all that stuff. It's all one page, simple one pager. Awesome. I'll be sure to include those links to the podcast uh, show notes. And um, this, was a, this was a great conversation, man. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. Awesome. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on the website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.